Good morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shoemate of Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you today. Hope you're doing great this morning. And we're going to be looking today in the Gospel of John chapter number 14 as we continue our study. We've entitled our study simply A Journey Through John. And I want to say to you, it has been quite a journey thus far. And as we study God's Word, I hope and pray that you have taken into consideration some of the truths that have been revealed during our study. Can I tell you, I imagine the greatest uh, person, uh, the person that has been helped the most and the greatest has probably been myself. Be careful how I phrase that. I think that I have learned uh, probably more uh, than anyone else during this study. And that is a result of just looking at God's Word. And, and we have not really dived very deep, but uh, <clears throat> we've tried not to get bogged down. But we've took some time and we've looked at several important passages. And every passage is important. And today we're going to continue uh, John 14 and verse number 21. And we'll read down through verse number 24. If you have your copy of God's precious word, I want to encourage you to open up your Bible with me today. And let's read together that we might find some encouragement from God's holy word. Verse number 21 of John chapter number, number 14. And we're going to begin there. And I thank the Lord for his word. We'll read down through verse number 24. The Bible says, He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father. And I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Judas saith unto him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou will be, wilt manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world. Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him. And we will come unto him and make our abode with him. And he that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings. And the word which ye hear is not mine, 
but the fathers which sent me. Jesus is using the authority of God. And now Christ is God, and we understand that. Uh, but the Jews and the disciples needed to hear that the authority was the Father. And the Father gave Christ the authority to say what he said, and God the Father backs up the Son of God. And I'm glad that he does. As we begin and we look at this, I draw your attention to verse 21 and 22, and a, and a couple of words that I want you to notice at, at the end of it, Jesus said in I will, verse 21, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Verse 22, if you'll notice, the Bible says, Judas, Judas saith unto him, not as scared, Lord, how is it that thou will manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? Now, here it is, and we need to, to look at that for just a moment. Jesus is saying that those who had his commandments and kept them were people who loved him. In other words, those that had the commands and the commandments of God. Well, we know that God gave his word to the Jews, and he has given his word to us as well. And God's words, the commandments of God, uh, I believe to obey is better than sacrifice, according to the Old Testament scripture. And I think uh, the commandments of God are very important and should be in our life as well. I notice the, that word manifest in both verse 21 and 22. If I could define that word for you today, it is the Greek word emphaniaizo, emphaniaizo, and it means to exhibit in person, or to disclose by words, to appear, to declare uh, plainly, to inform, to show, or to signify. Now, that's, that's a very important thing, though. The words manifest in two verses back to back. We need to understand that. So, I, as I'm studying this, I come to the understanding that a manifestation really means something that has been revealed. It means literally a revelation, if you would, a, a secret that now has been made known. And as I think about this, a manifestation could be thought of as something revealed to man that has never been understood or seen before. And here we are, we're, we're reading that the Son of God, who was virgin born, who was uh, born the one that was prophesied even down to the very village where he would be born at hundreds of years before his birth and he was born right on time he was born just as the bible prophesied of a virgin he was born in bethlehem ephrata just as the bible firmly declared and here it is that the messiah the Son of the living God and the only Son of God is there with the disciples. And uh, as I think about this, He is the manifestation of God in the flesh. Jesus' presence and he, what He's teaching uh, the disciples here, and Jesus is going to the cross of Calvary. Jesus was with them in a bodily form. He had a human body just like you and I, and he was God in the flesh, and, and the only difference, he was of God's seed, not at the Adamic seed, as you and I are born the sons of Adam. But here it is that Jesus is telling his disciples that his presence 
would be revealed to them and it would be revealed to them by the Holy Spirit of God, which is, according to the Bible, the Spirit of Christ himself. As I look at this in verse number 22, Judas is asking a question. It's a very relevant question. It's a very earthly question that Judas, not Iscariot, asks. And they're quick to define which Judas it is that's speaking here. He's not Judas Iscariot. He asked, how is it that thou will manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? How is that going to work, Jesus? How could that be? Well, Judas asked the question, how could it be done and that the world would not see this manifestation? Now, again, Judas was a man, and if I'd been there, you'd have been there. Maybe that same question would have come across your mind, and maybe you would have asked the Lord the same question. It's a very valid question. He was thinking about a physical presence of the Lord, of Lord Jesus. Let me say this to you and I. Only a born-again believer can know the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. Only a saved person has the indwelling, the sealing of the Holy Spirit, that Spirit of Christ that enters into the believer at the birth when that person is saved and born again, then the Holy Spirit comes into their life and, and is, He indwells them. It is just like having Jesus Christ in a bodily form is just the same because his spirit is with you. It is the spirit of Christ. We need to understand that the Holy Spirit is the spirit of Jesus. We don't have to wait until we get to heaven to have Christ with us. He is with us today and we should rejoice in that knowledge. It is something that the world can never know and will never know unless they are born again. Let's read our last two verses this morning in verse number 23, <clears throat> excuse me, in verse 24. Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him. And listen what he says, And we will come unto him. Who is we? Well, it is the Spirit of Christ, which is the Spirit of God the Father, which is the Spirit of Christ, which is the Spirit of the Holy Ghost, the three in one. Jesus says that a man who's saved is going to keep his words because he loves him. And those who love the Lord by keeping his commandments, they are going to have the privilege of having God come to him or the her, whoever you are, and come into your life and, and be with you from that moment forward. Notice what he says. And my father, in the last part of verse 23, and my father will love him and we will come unto him. And notice this, and make our abode with him. What does it mean to abode? It means to stay with. It means to move in. It means to camp out. It means to, uh, to establish a permanency of residence. I'm about to shout this morning. I'm glad, thank God, that I have somebody with me who knows about all my troubles, who can share my heavy load. I'm glad today that when I go through things in life, and we're going to go through some times of testing in this life, and when we go through these trials and tests of life, we have the Comforter who is with us, who will never leave us and never forsake us. In verse number 24, 
Jesus said, He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings. How do you know? If a person's right, they're going to live by the principles given in the Word of God. They're going to live for Christ. There's going to be a difference. They're, it's evident that they're going to. He says, He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings. And the word which ye hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. In other words, Jesus is saying the authority comes from God the Father. And He's the one that gives this authority to him to tell us that if you don't live, if you don't love the Lord, if you don't live uh, according to the Bible, then my friends, I question whether or not you've really been genuinely born again. Now, listen, I can't tell you if the Spirit of God lives in you, but you know that if he does or if he doesn't, and if he lives in you, he will lead you into truth, and you can bank on it this morning. What a blessing it is to study the rich Word of God, and I'm thankful for it. Well, I see I went way over on my time this morning, but it's all right because it's God's time. And we appreciate you taking time to be with us today. May the Lord bless you. Lord willing, we'll be back again on Monday morning for another Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. Till then, Pastor Donnie bidding you a great weekend. May God bless you as our prayer. Bye-bye. Child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just three.